Hello, folks. Hey, billionaires. This is Wesley, billion dollar virgin here with another millionaire midnight rant here podcast. This is the Wesley billion dollar virgin podcast here. So welcome to my rant. And remember, if you ever want to get access to the podcast, go to Google.com, type in Wesley billion dollar virgin podcast and you will see hundreds of rants, conversations just like here and these are nothing but conversations I have with people like yourself to help you win fast, to help you make money, to help you manifest your dreams and everything you've ever wanted here. And listen, if you're brand new to the podcast, hey, how are you? Much love. Uh, I'm glad you're joined here and, and listen to me. Remember something before we get started. Nothing in life happens by chance. Okay, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing in life happens by chance. Everything has a purpose, okay? We may, we may be unaware of the purpose, but everything happens for a reason, which means there's a reason that you're here right now in this moment listening to me. And there's nothing special about me, okay? I dropped out of college. I went to the Army, got kicked out of there. I've been fired from over 30 jobs, filed bankruptcy, been kicked out of my apartment, been lost cars, lost homes, whatever, but I'm still rich. I became a multimillionaire even though I'm from the south side of Houston, Texas, where it was pretty much destitute, poor, poverty, averageness. And I, I'm i on these podcasts and these rants with you, um, not just to give you hope, right? Hope is BS, to educate you. Because where you are now, as it relates to where you want to be, it's not that far. But sometimes in our mind, we believe the gap is long and huge. But I'm here to educate you. And by educating you, I can help you shorten the gap so you'll be able to live in your land of paradise here. So listen, the topic for tonight is jump off the building. <laughs> Let's go! Woo, baby. This is going to be a fire podcast here tonight. I'm telling you. <laughs> We're talking about jumping off the building here tonight. Hey, And listen, before I get started here, I want to give everybody a shout out here. If you're live on Instagram, remember, I do this live on Instagram at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. Maybe you've seen my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Well, on Instagram, I do this live every night, you know, almost every night, right, for you. So go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give everybody a shout out. Hey, Garrison. Hey, Lucas. We got MD. We have Josie. We have Vision Board 2. Um who else we have? Comment your names below. What's up, Kev? What's going on, my man? Eric, how are you, sir? Laura, great evening. How are you feeling tonight? Shana, hey, Shana, how are you? Eric, of course, Obina and Ty Irvin. What's up, Tay? How are you? Mel, Tuna. Tuna fish. I love it. I know you guys can't see me, but you don't supposed to see me. This is a rant. That means you're brand new. Wesley's always in the dark. That's just what it is. Okay. So just listen. It's not important to see me. Just listen to me. Okay. Hey, Kendra, how are you? Flores Vision. LeBron James in the house. Um, we have money. Mike Wynn. What's up, Steph? We're all saw you in the gym getting your workout on. Um, we have Shivu here. We have Kanye West, beautifully me, Oprah, Curtis as well. 
Okay. Hey, Benji, what's going on, my man? How are you? Oh, got Kale for the Netherlands. Dequavius Norwood, what's going on? Mr. Robin, how are you? I, and listen, I just want to show you love to let you know I do see your names below. I do see when you log on, right? And I want you to know that you're important. So uh, I don't want to be so disconnected from you. Like I'm there with you in the trenches. You hear me? How many of you believe that this is going to be your year? I mean, the next 12 months that you're going to see a million dollars in your bank account. I want you to come with the word, let's go. Because listen, you got to believe it before it actually happens, right? So I get it. Some of you are like, man, I don't know how that's going to happen. Listen, we're not going to focus on the how-to tonight. We're going to just believe that in the next 12 months, we're going to see attract seven figures in our bank account. And this is how all millionaires started before they made their first million. Self-made millionaires, right? They had to see it first. They had to say it. Even though it was a part of them that said bullshit, how is that going to happen? But they have to say it anyway. So come with the word, let's go. I love it. All right, so pay attention here. Listen, so tonight, man, I'm excited about tonight because tonight, I actually had a different topic. Um, and maybe I'll do that topic tomorrow. It's about women. <laughs> that video's going to go viral. But I'm going to hold that one, okay? Women, you want to tune in tomorrow for sure. Tell, you, tell your friend, your sister friend, you want to hear this one, okay? It's going to be deep. But listen, tonight we're going to talk about jump off the building, man. And let me explain that. And I'm going to ask you a question. And I want you to comment below here. And I want to be very honest and very real with you, very transparent with you. So please pay attention and please take notes as well. And comment below. I want you to imagine that I was your mentor. Okay. Obviously, I'm worth $40 million, blah, 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 whatever. I'm living the dream. You see, you see the view. I mean, it's nice, right? And I, I selected you and I said, you know what? I'm going to mentor you. Okay. I gave you my address. You got in your car and you drove on the highways in Houston, Texas, excited. Because you're getting ready to see Wesley Virgin for the first time. Okay? And you're getting ready to um, spend some time with a man who has struggled just like you. Right? I'm no different. I grew up in the hood. Right? Uh, parents didn't make any money. Uh, had a ton of adversity and problems as well. Low self-esteem, no confidence uh, in my early 20s. So you're driving to my house and you're thinking about this stuff. You said, man, this man is about to change my life. You know, this is what I've been asking God for. This is what I've been praying for. And finally, I get the opportunity to be close to a man that is actually doing it. Now, he's not talking about it. He's actually doing it, man. Then you get there, you, ro you roll up. And where I live, they have a valet service. They valet your car. And you come to the concierge desk and uh, I see the woman, oh, man, whatever, and you say, um, I'm I'm here to see Wesley Virgin. Oh, you may say, I'm here to see Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. It doesn't matter. They know me here as Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, because a lot of people at this place here that I live, they listen to my content. I didn't know, but a lot of people do, right? Because when you drive a ton of cars, people want to know, who is that guy? Who is that guy? So people just show people my Instagram so people know who I am. Cool. Right. So you do that. They call me and they say, hey, 
Mr. Virgin, we have somebody down here for you. Would you like us to send it up? I think, and I say, oh, it's you, my mentee. And I say, let him or her up. So you get on the elevator, okay, and you come to the top floor. You see where it says PH in the elevator, and that stands for penthouse. You push the button, and it takes you up to the penthouses. That's about maybe a 20, 30-second ride up because it's the highest building in Houston, Texas. So you're coming all the way up, and then you see my door. And I have a ring, by the way. You hit the little ring thing, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then you come in, and I open the door, and I see you. And your face, and you're smiling, man. You're excited, you know, because you're like, man, I can't believe I'm meeting the guy that I've been listening to online for so many years. I followed this man for years and months, and he's so transparent. He's so just real, you know. This man is just giving these gems out for free. Now I have the opportunity to be close to him. I mean, I'm so grateful. So you come in, right, and you sit on my beautiful $5,000 couch. You know, it's, it's gorgeous, obviously. And I give you a tour of my place, obviously. I mean, that's what I do. If you're new to my place, I give you a tour of the castle here. I take you down what is called Billionaire's Wall Hallway. Have all my billionaire mentors, such as Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, <laughs> Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos. They're all on my wall, life-size pictures. And I show you my daughter's room, which is the princess room, my young king's room as well. Then we go back to the living room. You see that outstanding view. And you're like, wow. And it's evening time, so you see the lights and you're like, wow, man. This is how it feels to be rich, huh, Wes? I said, absolutely. I take it to my bedroom, and you see that view as well. You walk in, and you see the Versace wallpaper all over my walls. You see my shower. You see my bidet, my my toilet, which has its own room for that. You see my closet, and you see all my shoes, all my clothes, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Then we sit on the couch. And I ask you a question here. And I say, well, are you ready to be mentored? You say, yes. Yes, Wes. You know, maybe call me Wes, Wesley, King Wes, billion dollar. I don't know. I say, absolutely. I'm ready to be mentored. And let me ask you a question. I say, are you willing to do whatever it takes? Because this is what I do when I mentor people, right? I say, are you willing to do Whatever it fucking takes to be able to live in your land of paradise. I mean, when you can do what the fuck you want to do. I mean, you become the boss. You can fly, buy stuff. You have so much money in the bank account coming in. Get up when you want to. Do what you want to. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful life, okay? Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Are you willing to listen to me? Are you willing to be teachable? Are you willing to be coachable, okay? No matter what, are you willing to listen to me and give me your trust for the next six months, next year, that you're going to be attached to me, that I'm going to expose you to information, techniques, and methods that are not privy to you nor most of the world? 
And of course you're going to say yes. Right? You're going to say absolutely yes. I'm ready. And I said, okay, great. Stand up. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take you to the top of the building. Okay? I'm going to take you to the top of my building. And we're going to be on the roof. Okay? Rooftop. And I'm going to say, hey, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. Come to the edge with me. And you're going to be like, oh, come to the edge? Yeah, just come. Like you can feel the wind just blowing across your face. Pretty windy because we're high. Okay? And I say, hey, I want you to look out there. You see that? I want you to jump. I want you to jump. That's your first task of mentorship. I want you to jump right now in this moment. What are you going to do? Comment below. I'm curious. What are you going to do if I tell you to jump? You're on the edge of the building and I say jump. What are you going to do? Be honest. Some of you thinking like, I ain't fucking jumping. It's, 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 it's about three types of people that's, that's going to happen during that moment. Let me tell you why. First person is going to say, Wesley, you are, you're crazy. Hell no, I ain't jumping. I'm out of here. And you're going to go back downstairs. You're going to get in your car. You're going to go home. Okay. Person number two. And, you know, as you're driving home, you're going to curse me out. I'm wasting my time. This man is crazy. He want me to jump. That's not mentorship. What kind of mentorship is that? Wanting me to jump off a building. You insane. And you're going to call everybody. You're going to call your mama, your daddy, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. And you're going to tell people what Wesley Virgin told you to do. But listen, you got person number two. Now listen here. Just listen. Person number two. Person number two going to ask me a couple of questions here. Well, Wes. Um, hmm. I mean, if I jump, are you jumping with me? If I jump, are you going to give me a parachute? Like, um, if I jump, am I going to be okay? Am I going to die? I don't get it. Some of you are going to stay there and you're going to talk with me calmly. Because you want to you discover, you know, what's going on in Wesley's mind. Like, why is he, like, I know Wesley don't want to hurt me, right? So, let me see if I can understand Wes. Because maybe this is the teachable moment. And the third person is going to jump. I'm telling you something. Just listen. Third person is going to jump. And the third person is going to find a way to make a parachute. The third person is going to find a way to land some type of way that he or she won't die. The third person is going to jump and find some opportunity to hang off the building, grab on a pole, something, so he or she won't hit the ground. Well, listen, that's how success is. You hear me? That's exa- like financial, financial wealth. That third person, that's success. Okay, 
That's that's financial independence right there. That's the third person. That's see the third person is the person that makes the millions of dollars. Okay, are you with me here? Because to everybody else, the third person that's looking at him, they think he's crazy. They think he's absolutely dumb and stupid and just a fool for listening to all these. You insane. What are you talking about? You're going to jump. You might die. How are you going to make a parachute on the way down? How are you going to find a polar brick? Are you, are you crazy? What are the chances of you doing that? But the third person does it anyway. So listen. Let me tell you something. That's how success is. You know, when they talk about the 1%, you know, it's very difficult to give you a clear example of the 1% because many of you don't realize the work ethic, the fortitude, the risk-taking, the ambition, the belief in oneself, um, the formidable, like you don't realize what's what it takes. So it's hard to create these analogies for you sometime and to give you a metaphorical picture of it. But let me tell you something, you jumping off my building and just doing it and thinking that you're going to be okay, even though you may die. Well, that's the people that get rich. And let me tell you something else that's going to scare you. Some people jump towards their dreams. And the dreams never are fulfilled. Because let me share something with you. This is going to really scare you. Just because you jump doesn't mean you're going to make a million dollars. Just because you jump doesn't mean you're not going to die. Mm. You with me now? See, I just want to give you a clear picture of this process because, listen, it's not like it's hard, right? I mean, it's not like it's difficult <clears throat> at all. But the disparity is person number three just feels that he can find a way to jump and be okay. Even though there's an opportunity that he won't. It's just like starting a business. Listen, starting a company is tough. It takes money, it takes investment, it takes time, right? It takes a belief in oneself. And that person can do everything right. You can have a person that works 20 hours a day, read all the books, meditate, say affirmations, make vision boards, and still don't make a million dollars. Still not rich. Still not living their dreams. Still not doing the things that they want to do. At all. The reason why I wanted to do this tonight. Because I wanted to paint a picture in your mind. Of what it truly takes to be a part of this. 1% of people that just get a break, you know, they just like, boom, get a breakthrough and they just, and they just hit it. Right. But I want you to understand it's not hard to jump off the building. Come on. Like, it's not hard to jump off a building. Everybody can do it. Just like it's not hard to start a business. 
It's not hard to invest money. It's not hard to take risks. It's not hard. So what's the difference? It's the mind. See, it's all about what you think may happen. That either stops you or allows you to do the thing. Like people that jump off a building, you know, the people that don't jump, they just think about death. That's all they think about. Death, they're going to be hurt, they're going to die. It is no chance of survival. And those are your poor and average working class people today. Like the people that don't quit their jobs, you know, even though they hate their job, they can't stand their jobs. You may say, I know I'm better than this. I can do better. Oh, OK, listen, the difference between you is you, you just keep thinking that if you leave your job, disaster is going to follow. OK, that's it. And that's in the mind. It's not like you will follow. It's not like it's a fact that it will follow. But your mind. The illusion. We just think, well, man, if I quit my job right now, I can't quit my job. I'm living a paycheck to paycheck already. I'm in debt already. I can't leave this job. I got to have a plan. <laughs> Are you with me here? Okay. Because I know a lot of you, you're pondering of like why I haven't hit it yet when you know I'm doing everything right I want to be successful what am I doing wrong what am I doing wrong and you just you're not jumping and like you know you're not jumping and you're not jumping because you're afraid of the illusion of what may happen and I'm here to tell you I'm gonna tell you something here listen listen up close even though less than one percent of you will do it all you got to do is very simple. All you need to do is stop picturing danger. Stop picturing failure. Stop picturing everything going wrong. Stop picturing the disadvantages. Stop picturing the negativity. Because that's what you're doing. If I told you to invest $10,000 in me right now, for the next year, I'm going to help you make some money. And if you start thinking about, well, but that's $10,000, man. That's my last $10,000. I don't know. Is this going to be sure? Is this going to be a guarantee? I mean, are you sure this is going to work? What is that? That's fear. That's fear. Because you're thinking that it may not work. But Listen, let me give you the distinction between the rich and the poor. See, rich and wealthy people, we just always think it's going to work out. Even when it doesn't, we just think it will always we always think whatever we do is going to work in our benefit. And if it doesn't work in our benefit, we make it work that way. Are you with me now? We don't picture. Listen, I don't know how stupid, simple I can explain this to you, but we do not picture anything that we don't want if we're getting ready to do a deal. If I'm getting ready to jump into an opportunity, I'm getting ready to invest my money and do something. I am not going to think about, well, what if it goes wrong? That is not going to be the first thought that's going to be pervasive in my mind. I'm not going to think about what's going to go wrong. Well, what, well, what if this happened? Well, what if I lose the money? Well, what if something happened? Well, I don't know. I mean, are you sure about this? Uh, what's the guarantee? <laughs>
rich and wealthy people. We just don't even have these thoughts. Now, listen, to be fair, I used to have those thoughts when I was like you, with that poor, mediocre mentality. I was scared shitless. I was scared shitless. Okay? I mean, anything I would do, a thousand dollars. Man, that's a thousand dollars, man. Are you sure? Are you sure this is going to work? <laughs> I used to do it all the time. You know, when I would jump into different opportunities and spend my money, invest in courses, invest in everything. I was like, are you sure this is going to work? I mean, are you sure? This is a guarantee. Are you sure, man? Because it's a lot of money, man. I want to believe in you, my man. Come on. Come on. You know why? Every time I did that, I feel like it never worked. And I thought about that. I said, well, you know, why didn't it ever work? Because I kept picturing that it wouldn't work unconsciously. See, many of you just don't understand the thoughts that are taking place in your mind. Listen, write this down. There are thoughts that you know about. Listen. And there are thoughts that you are unaware of. Like you're very aware that you want to be rich. You're very aware that you want to leave your job. You're very aware that you want to go, you know, swim in the beaches of Bora Bora butt naked. Of course. You already know you want to be happy. Women know they want a husband. Men already know they want a beautiful wife. Yeah, you know this consciously. But there are thoughts that you don't know about, that you just are unaware. And those thoughts drive your decisions. Okay? Even though you want to make a million dollars unconsciously, it's like, now, nah, man, but we can't take those risks, man. Come on, man. You got too much to lose. You got to pay rent this month. Don't spend money on the course. You got to pay your car note. Don't spend that money. Don't go to that seminar, man. No. You have so much debt, you need to take care of that first. You know, as a matter of fact, you need to pause on the business right now. And you need to get something straight in your life. See, those are the thoughts that you don't know about. Those are the unconscious thoughts. That's the reason why we don't take the risks like millionaires do. And I was like that too in my 20s, trust me. I was just like you. I remember joining this, joining this opportunity. And you know when they asked you to spend some money? Then they asked you again, spend some more money. Spend some more. I'm like, man, you guys taking all my money, man. What you doing? Like I was more upset because they kept asking me for more money. But I didn't think about what spending more money was allowing me access and allowing me to educate myself a little bit more. So I didn't think about it that way. I just thought that it was taking money from me. And that's how poor and average people think. Man, I'm spending all this money. What am I getting out of this? What am I getting? What am I getting out of this? <laughs> Spoken like a true average individual. What am I getting out of this, man? Because you don't get it. Many of you are lost in the matrix. I spoke about this before. You're lost. Some of you don't even know you're lost, but you're lost in the matrix. See, when you're lost in the matrix, the people that are in the matrix, it's like they never fulfill their dreams. And the people that are in the matrix, they constantly give themselves excuses on why they're not fulfilling their dreams. I got people right here right now. They're 30. Somebody almost 30. Almost, right? <laughs> almost 30 years old. And in the past five, ten years, they've been talking about how they're going to be wealthy and rich. Some in your 40s right now. 40 years old, right? 
40 years old. Still don't have a clue. But you do. You know, the funny thing, you do have a clue. Like every man and every woman on this rent right now know exactly what they got to do. Like they know they got to jump. Like you already know it. Because it's the only way. Steve Harvey said it best. Steve Harvey says, if you jump, one day you'll soar. But if you never jump, you'll never fly. You'll be safe. Social Security, government assistance, unemployment, PPE, you know, that bi-weekly check every two weeks, every week, whatever. Your, your tax income check, you'll be safe, but you'll never fly. Never. You would just be safe on the ground with everybody else. And let me tell you something, the bottom is so crowded. Is it not? I mean, the bottom is so crowded, man. So many people. So many people at the, at the bottom, man. It's just the truth. Right? And so many people at the bottom, they're watching people like me soar. And they're wondering to themselves, man, how is he flying like that? How is he progressing like that? How is he soaring? Because I jumped. That's why. I chose to jump or die. I was like, you know what? I'm either going to do this thing or I'm just going to die in the process. Right? That, that's what 50 Cent said. He said, get rich or die. It is what it is. I'm either going to get rich or I'm just going to die. Okay? And many of you, your activities and your actions don't align with that statement. Because you're afraid of the unknown. You're afraid what's going to happen if I leave my job. Like if you leave your job tomorrow morning, think about it. I want everybody to imagine telling the boss, you know, waking up in the morning, right? Alarm clock. And you call your boss. You know what, boss? I love your boss, but I can't be there just today. I'm not going to be able to make it. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to make it tomorrow or the next day. I'm quitting. Bye. Click. Like many of you can't even imagine yourself doing that. Many of you just can't. Students right now. It's a lot of students. They're in college right now. And no, they don't want to go to college, right? No, the college is not for them. They're going for some other person called their parents, not going to college because that's what they want to do. They're doing it because that's that they think that they should do, that they're supposed to do, right? Not because they really want to get a good education, not because they know exactly what they want to do. They're spending and wasting money and time because they're trying to fulfill somebody else's dream about them going to college. So imagine... If you just dropped out, <laughs> imagine if you just stopped going to class and just went home and said, I'm done. I'm going to do something different. You won't do it. But listen, each and every one of you have the capability of doing it. You can do it right now. I mean, you can send an email to your boss and you don't give me a two weeks notice. You can do it right now. Like there's no magic power. I mean, I did it. <laughs> Actually, I didn't do it that way. I wait till they fired me. What I stopped, what I did, I just stopped going to work. I stopped logging in, stopped checking in. And I was just getting the paychecks until they just let me go.
Like, I didn't even tell them. I just stopped going. I just was clocking in the hours, man. <laughs> Two store, by the way, because I was working remote and I was just going to ride this thing out until they stopped sending me paychecks. Okay. Listen. All of you, listen to me. I am no smarter than you, okay? I want you to realize that because a lot of you think it's just like people like myself, we just have this extreme intelligence. Nah. Nah, it's it's really not intelligent. And it depends on how you define the word intelligence, right? But it's really not that. It's just I'm willing to do what you won't do because I don't spend any time thinking about disaster, okay? Do you know how many companies I've created and they have all and a, a bunch of them failed? They didn't work. They didn't bring any money. But at no given time did they ever think that they would fail. I was optimistic. I was positive. I said, this is it, guys. This is it. You can ask Ariella. We know we've created different companies and opportunities. This is it. I want everybody on board. This is it. Just taking us to $100 million. This is it. Like, I speak that way on everything that I do. And if that makes me a genius, I guess I am. But what I'm sharing with you is you can do it too. <laughs> you can. You just decide to do it. Now you can decide. How many of you right now, watch this. How many of you right now are willing to quit your job in the next two weeks? Comment below. <laughs> right? How many of you, because let me tell you something. You know, I know I talk a lot about quitting jobs, <coughs> but, <coughs> but your job is a distraction. You don't realize it. Okay. Like your job is such a distraction. You don't, you don't realize how much your job is a distraction because you're around other people that just like you, that talk like you. You know what? Let me give you an example. When you go to work, you talk to your coworkers, you guys talking about lunch, you're talking about a smoke break, you're talking about you can't stand your boss, can't stand your manager, can't stand your supervisor. You're talking about how your manager don't know nothing and you know more than your manager. You're talking about PTO time, sick days, and my next vacation, man, in six months. I can't wait to take my six-month vacation? Six months? That's the conversation you guys are having at your job. Okay? That old average, mediocre conversation every day. It's a distraction from your goals. It's a distraction from your conditioning. Many of you understand because you've listened to my rants that one must condition their mind if they want something different. So if you're listening to Wesley Virgin for about an hour and you go to work for eight hours and 10 hours around Pookin Ray Ray, who's talking about they can't wait to two weeks to get they checked. So they're going to go buy some Louboutin shoes or they can go buy these some rims or buy a radio or buy a chain or buy some clothes. 
which person or which situation do you think is going to influence you more? Not me. Because you only listen listening to me about an hour, maybe two hours a day. But you listen to your job, man, where you work at. How many of you got a job? Be honest. Almost all of you. 90% of you have a job right now. And you're listening to these people. And you know, you know what people like that? You know people that have jobs? And listen, I'm not talking bad about people that got jobs. I'm just talking about people that have jobs and they don't want to be there. <laughs> Some people like their jobs. Kudos to those people. Stay there forever. Right? You know, but people at work, man, Pookie and Ray Ray, they're always talking about what they're going to do. Man, we should start a business. Yeah, man, you know I'm going to start a business, man. I'm tired of this job. <laughs> How many times have you said that? Be honest. Don't lie to me. Don't lie. How many times have you said, well, you know what, man? It's time for me to, it's time for me to, I'm leaving here. I'm tired of this place. I'm sick of it. <laughs> You come home crying and bitching and crying and complaining, talking about your job, screaming at your family, screaming at your kids, your mama, your daddy, your husband, your wife. I can't stand Bill. Bill treat me like shit. <laughs> Baby, you're not going to believe it. They only gave me a $1 raise today. I've been working for them for five years. Why would they do me that way? I mean, I'm like, what the? F you don't realize it. Like you stuck in the matrix, man. <laughs> you at home complaining about another man to your family and your wife. Think about a man that comes home that complains about another man to his wife. What does that make him? A pussy. Weak. <laughs> Honestly, it does. Think about, like ladies, think about how many times your boyfriend was talking about his job and how he can't stand his job and how they're not treating him right. like a wimp, right? Think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. It's just the truth. Hey, leave your job, man. Let it go. If you truly, truly believe in yourself, if you say that you believe in yourself, well, leave your job. Leave it. And instead of thinking about all the disasters, just think about the optimism. Think about everything that's going to happen when you leave your job. So, you know, when I leave my job, I'm going to find an opportunity and the opportunity is going to work out. When I leave my job, I'm going to research and I'm going to learn how to sell. I'm going to learn how to be more persuasive. I'm going to find a product and I'm going to sell it. When I leave my job, I'm going to be heavily focused on that. As a matter of fact, when I leave my job, I'm going to leave my girlfriend. <laughs> when I leave my job, I'm going to leave my boyfriend because you know why? I love that person. We have great sex. We have great time together, but we're not making progress because I'm looking at the bank account and I want to take more vacations. And I want to take vacations like Wesley Virgin does. I mean, when he take vacations, he take vacations every single month. We go one time, one, two times a year. And we either go to Vegas, California, New York, Mexico on some dumbass cruise. And I'm tired of that shit. I want to go to Paris, Maldives, France, Italy, Egypt. And I want to stay in a four season hotel. I'm tired of staying in these one and two star hotels. Ladies, talk to me for a second. Watch this. Ladies, all my ladies that have been on trips with men, how many of my ladies here tonight are sick and tired of flying coach in the economy? Be honest. Your man not watching you right now. You here with me. 
How many of you are sick and tired of sitting in the back of the plane? Where it's nasty and smells bad. Bad, nasty-ass food. You're sick of it, are you not? How many of you ladies that, that ever been on vacation with a man, staying at those one, two-star hotels, those cheap hotels, in those cheap rooms, sick of it? You know, deep down the sides, you want more, you want better. Be honest. Mm. Some of you women haven't even been outside of the country yet. <laughs> you talk more about your domestic flights, your domestic travel. Listen, uh, <laughs> let me tell you what, you know, I'm going to go ahead and share what the topic is for tomorrow. Tomorrow's topic is women should only date millionaires. Only. I'm sorry that I'm kind of pivoting a bit. But uh, listen, women, you want to hear this one. Women should only date millionaires. Let me tell you why. For two reasons. And I'm going to stop here and I'm going to answer questions here. One is because it's going to compel and cajole men to get their shit together. Okay? They will. Because if women only date millionaires, that means it's going to be a ton of men getting rejected by women. Okay? A ton. As a matter of fact, women, you shouldn't sleep with a man unless he's rich. Stop sleeping with broke guys and broke men. Stop it. It's a waste. Imagine having a baby with a broke man. Oh, my God. A man that can't do shit for you. Okay, maybe he was good looking. Maybe he's good in bed. Now you're stuck with a baby and he's broke. And now your life is going to be miserable. And the other advantage is women. If women will only date millionaires, then women will step up their game. Because listen, women, for you to date a millionaire... There's certain things you got to do, certain ways you got to look. You got to learn how to deliver words and learn how to speak and communicate a different way. Shit, it'll elevate you too as well. You will be the type of woman that a millionaire would date. And it's going to cause you to elevate and make progress in your individual life here. Hey, any questions for me here? But more on that tomorrow, okay? Talk to me here. How many of you got value here tonight? Come with the word value. How many of you going to jump? Just come with the word jump. I don't know when you're going to jump. Maybe you jump tomorrow, next month, 2023, 2025. But how many of you going to jump? And I mean really jump. Okay? I'm not talking about casually jumping. I'm talking about jumping off the god darn building and just going for it. Okay. Questions for me. Any questions for me? And listen, listen to this again. Just listen to it again. You know, like I told you before, <laughs> I could tell you a story about my brother. So I have a lot of stories about Chris, my younger brother. So I only have one brother, right? And, you know, when I made my millions, obviously my brother was very curious about what I, what I did because I was the black sheep of the family. How many of you are the black sheep? Comment below if you're the black sheep. Just put the word black sheep below. 
right? Well, I was the black sheep of the family. You know, the black sheep always doing the wrong thing, always taking risks, always doing shit that's insane, that's making the parents pissed off and like, what are you doing, Wesley? What are you doing? Go back to what? Why would you quit? Why would you? Oh, God, not again, Wesley. You're in jail. I was the black sheep, man. Where my black sheep's at? <laughs> I definitely was the black sheep, right? And um, my brother, he was the good sheep, okay? The white sheep. He was the good boy. You know, he did everything right. He went to school, went to college, got a bachelor's degree, got a master's degree, okay? Got him a good little job. Got a wife. Got married. Me? Shit, I had two kids out of wedlock. I dropped out of college, went to the military, got kicked out of the military, went to the went to went to jail a few times, and talking about how I'm gonna make a million dollars. They laughed at me, I'm telling you. Everybody in my family, they laughed at me. And I'm like, man, Wes can't get himself. They like they used to they used to tease me and say, Wes, you such a character. You always making somebody laugh. That's why I'm so funny, folks. That's why I'm a comedian. Just to let you know, because I've been practicing this comedian artistry for years. You know, they used to call me that because everything was a joke to me. <laughs> everything was. <laughs> ah, but I was the black sheep. Okay. I was the man. I was the boy. You know, I was the problem child in the family. And I remember when my brother, because see, my brother thought he had his shit together. And he did. He had a house. Okay, I was still in an apartment. She said, well, she got to get a house, man. You know, got my house together and, um, you know, uh, I got, my st- got myself together, man. Wes, you got to, come on, you just pull it together here. You know, I was getting kicked out of apartment. I mean, it was just a lot of shit going on in my life, right? Can anybody relate? But check it out. Check it out. Um, and then I'm going to open up the platform for questions here. But I remember... When I hit it, and guess what? When I hit it, made the million, I'm no longer the black sheep, baby. <laughs> I'm t- Let me tell you something. When you hit that million, you ain't the black sheep no more. That, that, black, that black fur turns white, crystal white. You got to glow. <laughs> okay? And the reason why I say you got to glow because everybody starts to look at you. Ooh. Oh, hey, Wes. Hey, what's going on, my guy? So my brother, um, for the first, well, no, no, the first time, but my brother, he started to come to my house, you know, come to my 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 apartment, you know, and this is the beginning stages of my wealth, right? You know, we we rocking it, man, we killing it, making a ton of money, and he's coming to my house. Because he's curious because I'm making so much money and he's working hard. He was making about $80,000 a year. It's not bad. I mean, it's nothing to sneeze at. $80,000, that's okay. And I remember something. He was like, and let me tell you something. You know, I, you know what I told my brother? I said, hey, Chris, listen, man. I said, you got all the tools, you got all the resources. And as a matter of fact, you're a virgin, man. Don't forget your last name. You know, you're your daddy's child. My father, he never was a rich man, but he was very, he was a man of certainty. He's strong. Mentality is like a freaking ox. He don't play. When he talks, you listen. And I said, man, you're formidable. You're strong. You're going to be okay. Look, leave your job. I told him that. 
Same thing I would tell you. Leave your job, man. Quit. You're wasting time. You know what he told me? Wesley, you don't understand. It's always like that when you broke people, with you average folks. I don't understand. I hear this all. You, whenever I share something with a woman or a man as it relates to success, and if it's uncomfortable for them, I don't understand. You don't understand, Wes. I got a wife. I got a kid. I just can't make decisions like that. You're a single man. Yeah, you got kids, but your children don't live with you. <laughs> that's what he said, right? That's what he shared with me. And that's what all of you would do. Listen, all of you would do the same thing. You're going to justify and tell me why you can't do some shit, you know? You're going to give me a reason that's going to be so compelling to make me feel, oh, my God, yeah, you know what? I guess you can't do that because you got, you know, oh, ooh. I mean, you're going to give me some bullshit excuse. It's, not, it's just an excuse to me. I don't care what it is, right? And I said, Chris, I do understand. But I understand that you think that I don't. Because I know where you are right now. You have a job. And you have a job mentality. And people with a job mentality, that's exactly what they say. I don't understand. Like millionaires, billionaires, we don't understand as if, I mean, we're self-made, by the way. Like we don't understand struggle. We don't understand making the tough decisions. We don't understand adversity. Of course not. We don't understand that. That's like we didn't go through anything. We just skated to, to millions of dollars. But I said, well, Chris, I get it. I get it. But I'm going to leave you with this, Chris. And I never forget, I gave him these words. And I, I'm pretty sure he thought about these words. Because I say, you know what, man, your job is conditioning you. You just don't realize the amount of conditioning that's taking place at your job. You know, because your coworkers, they're just like you. You guys talk about the same thing. You're talking about income. Rich people, we talk about net worth, right? You're talking about getting paid per hour. Rich and successful people get paid for service and value, right? You're getting paid hours and hours. We don't get, like, I don't get paid per hour. Get paid for value, right? I could do something and make 10,000 bucks in a minute. Wow, $10,000, you don't even make it in a month. But this is what I told him. I didn't say that to him, right? I didn't want to hurt his feelings. But this is what I said to him. I said, Chris, the next time you ask me a question and you think that I don't understand, I want you to remember something. You're coming to me. Okay, I'm not coming to you. I'm not knocking on your doors. Like, I'm not coming to you to go check out what's going on in your beautiful house and What's going on and what you're doing? You're coming to me. And you're driving across town to come to me to have a conversation. Okay? And I want you to remember this. The next time you think I don't understand what's going on in your brain. As it relates to what's going on in mine. I said, Chris, you make $80,000 a year. Okay? Which is commendable. Proud of you, man. Some good money. I mean, I think at the time he was like 30, 30, 31 years old. I said, you're doing well, man. You make 80000 a year. You're making a ton of money, most than most people. But Chris, 
your brother, your older loving brother, he earns 80000 a week. And you have to do 40 hours, if not 50 hours a week, just to make 80000 a year. I work mess five hours a week and I bring in $80,000. So the next time that you think I don't understand, I want you to think about that. You need to think about where I am and where you want to be. Because if you want to remain the man that you are today, which is admirable, man, you're doing well. I mean, hey, $80, nothing to sneeze at. If you want to be there, stay there. But if you want to evolve, you've got to listen. And you're either going to take action or not. But for you to argue with me and for you to try to convince me why you can't do something is futile. And my brother, long story short, he left the house, whatever. In a couple of months, he left his job. Within two years, he made his first million. You hear me? And I didn't teach my brother how to do internet marketing. I didn't teach him how to be a digital marketer at all. It was just these conversations. That's all it was. It was these conversations that me and my brother had every once in a while when he would come to my house because he was curious in what he really wanted. He wanted to believe that he can do exactly what I did. And I gave him that gift, the gift of belief in himself. Because I knew my brother had it. Like I knew he had the capability and ability to do it. Right? He's my brother. Of course he can. <laughs> but he needed somebody like me to believe in him. And that's what you need. Okay? That's exactly what you need, folks. You need somebody to believe in you. We all do. You know, it's very um, seldom that people can do it without anybody believing in themselves. You know, some people can't, but some people need other people to believe in them until their belief kicks in. And that's what I'm doing for you. That's why I do these rants. Because I want you to know that I believe in you. It was nothing different between me and my brother. I mean, he went to college. I didn't go to college. Like book smart on paper, he was smarter than me, more intelligent than I. But I was making the millions of dollars. Just like you. Some of you have been to college, right? <sighs> Some of you may be more intelligent than myself, maybe more educated than myself as well. What I'm saying is, you got everything there to take. Like you have everything that's necessary to do whatever you got to do to get what you want. But you got to jump. Do you hear me? You have to jump for it. And that's what my brother had to do. He just had to jump. Because listen, I can talk for another hour on here. You know, all day trying to convince you or persuade you or compel you to move forward towards your goals and dreams. But all you got to do is make a decision, just jump and say, fuck it. I'm just going for it. That can be tonight. It can be tomorrow night. It can be next month. It can be Christmas. It can be in five years. But until you make that decision, 
You're going to be right here with me. Still trying to figure it out. Still saying, well, when one, one, why I procrastinate so much? Wesley, I don't know why I can't get myself. I don't know why. I don't know why. You'll be here for the next 10, 15 years saying the same exact words, asking the same questions here. Okay. Any questions for me here? Comment the word value. If you got value here tonight and you're going to take action on what you heard here tonight. And be serious. Don't comment value if you're actually not going to take action. Okay. Comment the word value. If you're actually going to take action on what I share with you. Listen, I love you. I really do. I care about each and every one of you. I do this from the top of my heart. I don't have to do this, but I do this because I want the people that honestly, that seriously want to win. I want you to win too. Why? Because it's lonely at the top. I need somebody up here with me. My God, it's boring. <laughs> I'm alone. All this money, all these options. I can do whatever I want. Man, just by myself. I'm letting you know, hey, it's room at the top. Why spend so much time at the bottom when there's so much room up here? Come on. Get up. Stand up. Okay? Come join your boy Wesley. Let's have a drink. Can we have a glass of wine? Can we party? Can we fly around the world together? You know, I would love my fans and the people that support me and the people that follow me. I would love to party with you and have a good time. I would love to think and talk about our businesses and talk about our achievements. I don't want to talk about a goddamn job. I don't want to talk about what, what I want to do. I want to talk about what I'm going to do, what we are doing together. Does that make sense? Any questions for me? Talk to me. Questions, talk to me. Okay. Questions. Facts. I want you to join me on a mission. I see you. Somebody says, jump and then what practically, Wes? How will how will provide food for my kids and wife and pay bills since I pay paycheck to paycheck? Easy. Let me answer that question for you. And I want you to bring the phone to your to your ear for a second. So the young man said, Well, how am I gonna provide for my family? How am I gonna provide for my kids? How am I gonna give food? How, 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 how? Find a way! You find a fucking way. That's what you do. You're a man. Figure it out. Is that clear? Figure that shit out. You're an adult. You're not a little boy anymore. A lot of you men, you operate like Kids and boys and teenagers. Well, how am I doing it? I'm gonna get food for my huh? Well, how I'm gonna pay how how figure it out. You're a fucking man. That's what men do. They figure shit out. Am I clear? That's the answer to your question. Okay. Figure it out. What you want me to do? I'm not your daddy. I'm not going to feed you. I'm not going to feed your family. Hey, I love you, but I'm not going to do anything for you but do these rants. You got to figure the other shit out for yourself. That's what a man does. Hello? 
Is that not what a man does? What is a man, ladies? Tell me what a man is, ladies. One word. A provider. <laughs> That's what he does. A boy, he doesn't know how to provide. A boy scared. Scared to take risks. Scared to take leaps of faith. Scared of everything. Okay? Questions for me. Questions here. I'm looking through here. I'm scrolling. Um, I'm scrolling here. Much love. I see that. I see your comments blow, folks. <laughs> Questions, come on. Questions. What's next? I love it. Next gen genetics. You got this. What's the best app to make money? <laughs> Man, there's too many apps out there, brother. It's no best one. A lot of apps. Okay, what small steps can we take today? Laura, have you not been... Listen, Laura, I love you. But have you not been listening to the rant? I mean, did I not just give you guys steps? Jesus Christ. Sometimes I just think I'm talking to myself. Am I talking to a wall? I just spent one hour on this thing, on this rant here. And I just gave you a whole plan here. Well, wish you know you didn't. You just say jump. But what am I jumping to? <laughs> listen, I you know, listen, this is a prime example of of showing you exactly how wealthy people think and how people who are not wealthy think. Because people that are not wealthy, they just need a they need a they need a step every I need to step every step west. Oh, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, step six. I mean, give me all the step west because, you know, I don't know nothing. I need you to give me every step. Well, listen, I don't work that way. That's not how it works. I can't hold your hand. Give me $50,000. I'll help you. But you're not going to pay me fifty grand. Because you know why? Because you're going to say you don't got it. I don't got I don't got no fifty grand. Yeah, I know you don't. Okay. Listen, it's some things in life that you're going to have to figure out yourself. You got to understand that. No one's going to tell you how to do every, no millionaire, okay, more specifically. No rich person is going to tell you everything that you need to do to do what you got to do to make your money. We don't have, I don't even have the type of time. I have no time for that. No one has time for that. No billionaire, million has time to tell you every single step. You got a brain, Laura. Let use it. First step. What do you want, Laura? Write down on a sheet of paper and say, Laura, what do you want? And be very clear about it. 
Be very specific about it. That's the first step, okay? Because if you don't have a blueprint for your life, you're not going to build a life. You're going to build a chaotic life filled with struggle and misery and hurt and pain and depression and painful emotional moments. That's the first step since you want to step, Laura. What's next? What's next here? Fit to K. Yeah, that's it. If that's it, go ahead and wire me right now. Wire me $50,000 and that's rock. Love you so much, Wes. You give and give. I love you too. What's next here? Hey, Wesley, I'm back. I've been really sick and in and out of the hospital, but I'm back. Thank God, Colleen. Love to have you back, sweetheart. Would you ever act in a movie? I will. I will be in many movies. You'll see. Just keep watching. Keep watching your television. What's next here? Questions for me, please. Unless you want me to go to bed, go to sleep and get to work. What are the top traits of a high-value man? I mean, I get this question all the time. The high-value man, man. Ever since I brought up this word about the high-value man, men have asked me about this for months. Traits of a high-value man. I give you a few. I'm not saying they're the top because you're catching me off guard here. But I'm going to give you a few traits of a high-value man. One, high-value men are rich. <laughs> you hear me? They're rich. They got the money. Okay? They're wealthy. High-value men are very disciplined men. Very extremely. Let me show you how disciplined we are. High-value men can turn down vagina that he really wants. You ever had a girl that you really wanted and you know you can get her? And she, I mean, she is fine. And I'm talking about mm, 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 fine, right? You know when guys see a beautiful girl and they be like, ooh, did you see that? Ooh, oh my God, bro, did you see that? I'm talking about that type of fine, right? When he can tell that woman, no. Hey, I want to come over. No. Hey, you want me to come over? No. I mean, he wanted to come over, of course. He wanted to tear that thing up. But he's so disciplined that he says no. You with me? Traits of a high-value man. He's very consistent. He's consistent even when the world doesn't respond to him. In anything he does. Whether it's a YouTube channel, creating videos, content, whatever you do. It's very consistent. Starting a business. Doesn't matter. If the world is not responding to him in the way that he wants, he continue to do it. High-value men, it's very imperative for them to get better in what they're doing. Okay, whether it's going to the gym, their communication skills, their artistry, their singing, their rapping, their, their business, okay, their relationships. It's very important for them to make progress. And they have to make measurable progress that they actually can see that they're making progress. Okay. High value men. 
They know exactly what they want. Okay? There's no vagueness. There's nothing ambiguous about a high-value man as it relates to knowing what he wants. He knows, man. He knows exactly what he wants. Whatever he wants, he knows. Okay? High-value man. They're extremely unapologetic. A high-value man, this is a type of man. Listen, a high-value man would cheat on a woman. Yeah, cheat on on a woman. And when the woman confronts him and says, why are you cheating on me? Why are you cheating on me? Why are you hurting me? Why are you, well, am I not attractive anymore? Because I wanted something different. That's what the high-value man will say. I just wanted something different. I wanted a little variety. I did. I love you, though. But I wanted something different. Okay? That's how high-value men are. <laughs> like, you can be like, oh, my God, I don't know, baby. I don't know why I did. Nah, high-value men don't do that. High-value men are very aware of consequences. Yeah. Very aware of consequences. Okay, very. Which means he knows what he's go- like when he does something, he's full aware that if it's any consequences, he's aware of that. That means he's already prepared for it. I mean, he is. He's already prepared for it, man. It's like, man, like guys that um, like high value men that cheat or whatever. Like he's already prepared for the woman if he catch him. He already knows what he got to do. I mean, in- anything that these high value men, do, I mean, they're not. Listen, they're not going to get super emotional and like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. No, no, no. no he'd be like, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And I'm just dealing with it right now. Just dealing with the situation, but I made a mistake. I shouldn't did it, but I did it. And it's done. You know when Arnold Schwarzenegger, you remember that scandal? The government, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was the governor of California, and they found out that he was sleeping with his maid. Right? And everybody like, man, why would you sleep with your maid? He was like, people, get the fuck over it. I slept with my maid. So what? It happened. So? What's the big deal? That's what he said. <laughs> right? That's a high value man. Um, high value man, whatever he says, he's going to do. Okay, if we tell you you're gonna do something, you're gonna do it. Okay, hundred percent. High value men are usually men. They always have the answer. It doesn't matter if the answer is right or wrong, but he always have the answer to whatever question you ask him a question. He's gonna have an answer for it. Okay, high value men can talk themselves out of anything, even when he's wrong. He just has a skill. That's why he's high value. See, I know a lot of women like, no, high value men are loyal. High value men are trustworthy. High value men don't cheat. Shut, shut up. It's not a high value man. <laughs> it's just not. It's low value. <laughs> and I'm not saying that all high value men cheat. Get off of that. High value men is the men that people tend to gravitate towards. Men and women. Okay. Let me ask you a question. You know, for all the women that says, oh, high value men, they are not cheaters and blah, blah, blah. Well, let me ask you a question, women. How many, uh, (laughs) 
You know, the man that you really like and that you really want to make you feel something, you know, that you really desire. Let me ask you a question. How many how many women want that man? Okay. How many high value men do you know that you can just trust wholeheartedly as if he ain't going to do nothing? How many high value men do you know? Like low value men, you already know what they're going to do. They're very predictable. That's another thing about a high value man as well. Very unpredictable. Okay. Very unpredictable people. High value man, they're like a mystery. Like you'll never really understand what he does. People want to understand him, but they never will. And he does that on purpose and very intentionally. High value man. You'll you never figure them out. That's why women like them so much, because they're very unpredictable. And high value men, super beautiful women like these men. Like women that are kind of average, if we want to talk about that, um, they feel inferior to this man, honestly. They don't think they can ever even be enough for him. But super beautiful women, um, that's the man that they want. And they will go to him. And they will, because it's not a lot of high value men on the planet, obviously, right? All right, what's next? What's next here? Uh, do you believe humans are supposed to be monogamous or no? You know, that's a good question here. Listen, this is my belief. I believe that men, I don't think we were created to be monogamous. Women, yes. I think women should be monogamous. I think they were created just to be with the man of their choice. And I'll tell you why. Um, men, we have a lot of responsibilities. We have to provide handsomely for women, right? Two, we have to ensure her protection, right? Three, we need to be emotionally intelligent, right? Um, and four, you know, we have to exude confidence and, ha- and just be this mesmerized man. It's a lot. Women, <laughs> women just got to look cute. Be nice, be soft, be submissive, right? Be agreeable, very simple. But um, I don't think men, and I don't even think, if you believe God created men or whoever, I don't think we were created to be monogamous. Um, I think women were. And I'm gonna tell you why, because, um, you know, the only reason why is, it's looked down upon when women cheat or when they sleep with different men is because um, the culture, just the world, how we look at it, you know. And I think it kind of started with women more than men because I think women give each other give each other more shit about sleeping with several men than men do. But no man wants to be with a woman that have had so many different penises inside of her. It's just the truth. I'm going to be honest with you here. And, you know, we can always talk about it. Well, it ain't fair. It ain't fair. But listen, men are men and women are women. And that's what women, what I want you to understand is. Now, if you want to be a man, and some women want to be a man, it's just the truth. They do. If you want to be a man, you want to sleep with everybody, go ahead and do that. But, like, high-value men don't want to date you. They may sleep with you, but they're not going to call you, like, like you're not going to be close to them. And like I'm saying that's because... Men that are high value don't want that. 
And they want men, women that are pure. Pure means that, well, she don't share her body with everybody. She just doesn't. And one thing, women, which you have to understand, too, is women, it's very easy for you to have intimacy with a man. It's just simple. You know, go to a man, hey, you want to have sex? Boom, done deal. Man, we don't have that option. Even if we're rich, we could be super rich, billionaire. Still, billionaire can go to any woman at any given time and say, hey, let's have sex right now. But a woman can do it. A woman can do it. Isn't that powerful? <laughs> right? Because sex is more accessible for women than it is for men. Right? It is what it is. It's just how it is. So that's why I believe that, you know, men, monogamy, no. Because we don't have access like that. We don't have just the easy access as it relates to a woman. Women can have it at any given time. She doesn't even have to be a 10. She can be a 5 or a 4. And she can have it. She can go to a bar, get drunk, find a man and say, you know what? I had a hard day today. Can I just take you home, just give you the best head of your life? I mean, that the average man is going to say, okay. First, you're going to be like, what? Are you serious? Uh, okay. But men can't do that. And maybe they can, but they can't do it all the time. Women percentage of doing that is 99%. That man is going to go with her. Every, it can be married, kids, whatever. <laughs> I mean, just the truth. So that's why, um, no, I don't believe men. Uh, I don't think that we were created to be monogamous. And I'm not saying that we can't be. And that's a whole nother level of questioning. Can we be monogamous? Absolutely. Like me, I could be monogamous. Easy. As a matter of fact, I give everyone, my, like a woman that I really like, right? I give her an opportunity for me to be monogamous with her. But if she screw up, she's lost to me and it's done. And I don't give women second chances. I just don't. I just can't. I tried to, but I just cannot. Once you screw up, I just can't do it. And I have so many different standards as it relates to a woman. And it's not about cheating. Like I've never had a woman cheat on me that I know of, but it's just other things I don't like. And if you break those rules with me, you're done. You just say it is what it is, right? Um, but um, like, can a man be monogamous? Absolutely. It's many men that are, that are monogamous. I'm sure hundreds <laughs> that are monogamous, right? But I don't think a woman. Now, women, let me share this with you. Let me help you out, women. Um, women, I think you think too much about if a man is being monogamous or not, right? I think you're putting too much focus on this and you're putting too much thought on this, like, which is fear. Whatever you fear will come near to you. Like, if you keep thinking that your man is cheating on you, oh, he could be doing it, he could be doing it, he could be doing it, he could be doing it. Well, you're going to manifest that, I'm be honest with you. Like, he's going to do it. And my advice to women is this. If you choose to be with a man and, I don't know, the man is attractive, the man is charismatic, you already know. Because he attracted you, right? So obviously other women want him too, right? Your first thought, you should not be thinking that this man is cheating on you. You can't think that way. Cannot. It doesn't matter if he is or not. Because you'll never know, okay? For, but for you to pervade and to clutter your mind with thoughts of what he may be doing, going to cause a lot of trouble for you and him more trouble for you because you're never going to be in a functional relationship because you keep thinking about what bill is going to do 
Because maybe Gil cheated on you, so you think Bill may do it too, right? And what women don't understand is um, they don't understand that maybe there's a guy out there that they don't have to think about that he is cheating or that he is being unfaithful. Makes sense. And and women, I know it's tough, you know, because I know many women had a lot of men commit so many infidelities, you know, they just playing you. I get it. But, you know, women, you play men, too, so don't get it twisted. You know, women play men all the time. Women play those low-level beta men, though. They can't play the high value, man. It's hard. I'm not saying they can never get played, but it's very difficult to play a high value, man. Because he don't care. He'll let your ass go. It doesn't matter how good you look and how sex, how good sex is. It's just like whatever. Because high value, man, they already know you can be replaced. It doesn't matter how good you are, whatever, whatever. Listen, you, you're just replaceable. It's just the truth. Now, some women are super smart which means they know how to make themselves irreplaceable. But it's not a lot of women like that on the planet. Let me tell you that. See, a woman that knows that she's irreplaceable, let me tell you how she deals with a man. She let a man do what the fuck he want to do. Like She don't ask all these questions. What is that in your pocket? Who did you follow? Who who DMs your... Like, that woman don't do that. That, man, that woman gives that man free reign. Whatever. She just... She don't, she don't talk about it. You know, she don't think about it. <laughs> And she acts as if nothing is happening. She don't put that in her mind. She don't talk about assumptions or things that she thinks he is doing. She never does that. She just treats him kind and nice. She's super agreeable. And let me tell you something. Even if that man, even if she knows that man is doing something, she don't bring it up. You know why? Because she knows the type of man that she's dating. She already know. I mean, if he's rich, he's successful, good looking, she already know. She plays her role and she plays it well. And let me tell you something, women, when you are like that, and I know a lot of you women, you'll never be like that. You know, I get it. Trust me, it's not going to happen for you. I, you just want your ego. A lot of you women got too much ego, man. You're like, oh, no, I'm good enough. I'm the best. Uh, I deserve better. I, I'm, I'm a woman of God. Ain't no man going to treat me. Whatever. I mean, you live in the fairytale land, but it's cool. Um, but when a woman, when she acts that way, you know, over the agreeable and just... Don't call any chaos in this man's life. Let me tell you what that man starts to do. He starts to think. He said, man, damn, I really got a good woman. This woman don't complain, bitch, about nothing about what I do. Damn. And you can be the woman that eventually that man would change. You say, you know what? Man, I just want to be with her. Right? Because it's my thoughts. Honestly, if you want to know my thoughts about you know, men that are rich and wealthy. I believe women should allow their men to have a little fun. I, I just uh, do believe that, uh, be honest with you. Because what women don't realize, they don't know how difficult it is to be a part of the 3% that makes millions of dollars, that can do whatever you want, right? And um, to women sometimes just act like they're so oblivious and they just think that they're dating a regular man and they just think, and they hold the same standards that they do for a low beta man. I'm like, you cannot do that. <laughs> and you try to do that and it never works out for you. I think you should just let that man have some fun, man. Because that's why he's making, he's not just making a million dollars and buying all these cars and doing all this stuff just to do it. 
obviously he liked how people treat him. He get respect from others. And he want to have a little fun with women. It is what it is. I mean, he, he does. Men are not going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you. I mean, every man wants to have a little fun with some women. Come on now. Women, you even you know this. Like every woman, every man wants to experience different women. That is like in our DNA. Like women, you know this, right? Of course you do. And especially when we make money, right? We, we, we joined the 1% club. I mean, just let us have a little fun. It's not like it's going to be forever. Jesus. And don't think this is uncommon. It's a lot of relationships that do this. You just don't know about it. Let your man have a little fun. He coming home to you. To you. Men, we don't have emotional connections with other women if we go outside of the relationship. I'm just letting you know how men think. We don't have these emotional connections. It's just physical for us. You know, we just release it and we're done. Make sense? That's another reason why women shouldn't cheat because, see, for a woman to cheat, she has to be emotionally involved. We're not emotional. We love you. We're just having a little fun. Just a little fun. That's it. Okay? We're just having a little fun. <laughs> and once the fun is over, you got us. Forever. All right, what's next? <coughs> but more than that tomorrow. <coughs> um, let me see here. That's why I do what I do and give him my man space and comfort. Good job. What's next here? You know, another thing about women when it comes to men because they're so big on loyalty you know when you ask a woman say hey what do you want from a man loyalty it's always the first word loyalty because you know obviously predominantly of women have been cheated on some form of fashion loyalty <laughs> and that's and i think to myself um like if you think that all men cheat right all men you know no men cheat okay and you got to be with a man, right? Because obviously you want to be with a man, okay? And they all cheat. What type of man you want to be with? Since they all cheat anyway, do you want to be with a man that sleeps on an air mattress with you with no AC in your house, living paycheck to paycheck? Or do you want a man that cheats on you that takes you on vacation every month, buys you things, surprises you, listens to you, understands you? Which one you want? Because I'm like this. Let me tell you something, women. If I want to be very honest with you, you're not going to be able to take this, but I'm going to tell you anyway that uh, <sighs> you're going to cry if you're in a relationship with a man. It's inevitable. Okay, you're going to cry. And he's probably going to be the cause of you crying. But my question to you is, where do you want to cry? In your city or in Paris? I mean, where do you want to cry? Because you're going to cry. You're going to cry with the man that's broke, average. You're going to cry with the man that's rich and successful. But my question is, where do you want to cry at? Because you're going to cry. Because it's going to hurt you. And I'm not saying intentionally, but it's just 
It's just the dynamic of relationships, you know, people just get hurt. But where you want to cry at? You know, you want to cry with a wrist with nothing on it? Or you want to cry with a wrist full of Cartier's, Rolex watches? You want to cry with a Michael Kors bag or a Chanel bag? I don't know. Because <laughs> you're going to cry. Like it's gonna, the pain is coming, you know. I don't care who you date. You don't care what man, what caliber of man. Man at the bank, McDonald's, millionaire. You're going to cry. He's going to hurt you, okay? You guys going to have a disagreement about something. And it may be related to a female. But you're going to cry. You want to cry in first class or you want to cry in coach? <laughs> ah, what's the next here? Talk to me. Uh. <laughs> uh. What's the next here, folks? But honestly, hey, it, it is it's many men out there that are faithful, great, outstanding men and loyal and rich and wealthy. They are. They exist. But women, you have to believe they do exist. If you ever want to attract this type of man, you got to believe he exists, which means if you believe they exist, you can't be thinking about that. This man may be doing something because that's very frustrating. And it's irritating, honestly, to rich and successful people. We, we don't, we don't like want to hear that shit, honestly, right? <laughs> At all. Uh, what's the next here? Any questions for me here? Uh, let me see. Any more questions for me here? Let me see here. Talk to me here. Wes, consistency is important after someone fails to hit his set goals, right? <laughs> consistency is always important, irregardless if you hit your goals or not. Okay? Consistency means coupled with discipline is doing what's necessary regardless of the results that you're getting or not. And having faith that you will get results. Like, you'll figure it out. It's just like if I had a needle... And I took you to a barn with, full of horses and hay, and I threw the needle, like the needle was there, right? But it's a bunch of hay, and you got to find it, right? But it's there. But it may take you a while to find it. And if you're consistent in finding the needle, you'll find it. Same thing with success, same way. Just got to keep looking for it. It's there questions for me here I'm just looking through the comments here I know you folks are getting value here tonight I can feel it let me see here questions here Wes please talk about what one should do if he fails to hit his set goals of his set mind just continue to go man that's it if you fail to hit the goal, try again. That's it. Continue to try, my guy. Continue to try. Try again. Keep going. All right? And, and, you know, it's not important to give your goals a time frame. Some of you are like, oh, put it on a time frame. Because time frames is what causes failure. Because if you don't hit it at a certain time, then you feel you fail. Just... Focus on getting better, right? 
focus on the day-to-day activity. Focus on that. Don't focus on the time frame and, oh, my God, I got two months left. Just focus on, like, the activity in the moment. Focus on that. Let's see here. Can you talk more about when you had that idea that changed everything? Sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, like many of you know, I was a computer engineer for many years. And I say computer engineer, even though I didn't go to college, but I gave myself that title. I'm going to be honest with you, I did. I really did give myself the title of computer engineer because that, that's what I was doing. I was doing computer engineering work, right? That's why I tell you folks, sometimes you got to break the rules, man. Don't break the law, but break the rules. Such as resumes, lie. Who cares? Fake it. Everybody does. The only people that's not lying on their resume are the people not getting good jobs. <laughs> this is the truth. Embellish a little bit. Exaggerate, right? I talked about this on my CD course, um, Unrevealed Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. You've got to exaggerate your life a little bit, right? You don't have to be boring and dull. Exaggerate a bit, right? But um, so when I decided to leave computer engineering, and I made pretty good money. I made about 20000 a month. I got up to that amount of money because I had different contracts at one time working from home. But I wanted more. You know, so I want more, man. I want to relax. I want to make money and relax. That was the goal. Right. And this is when I fell into Internet marketing. And as you folks know, the first company was seven day fitness dot com. And that was a failure. I created a company and videos, workout videos myself, by the way. I did it myself. I did the recording, the editing and the DVD publishing. Right. I did it all myself. I learned how to do DVD publishing online on YouTube. It's not that hard, actually. Made my first CD series and I was trying to sell it. It didn't sell much. And as time went on, I was uh, meditating and meditating at the time. That's when I first learned about meditation. And I started to get serious about meditation. Right? At first, I wasn't that serious, but I started to understand the effects and the power of meditation because I was reading more books about meditation, right? I read a lot of books about meditation in the brain and the mind and the epigenetics and things of that sort. Um, of the brain, how the thoughts are actually, it's energy, it's real. We can't see it, but it's, like, thoughts are actually real. Uh, the frequencies. So then I had an ideal and um, I created a company by the name of Fat Diminisher. It just came to me, honestly. And I, I looked, up, it was a product online that I modeled, I won't say I won't say what the name is, but in one of my courses, I do share the name in Online Millionaire Mastery if you want to get that. But I I created the company, FatDayMinister.com, and within a month, I made a million dollars. I made a million dollars. And during that time, I was just meditating and meditating, and I shared this in the Genie Script course. Like, I don't know if you folks got the genie script course yet, but I talk about how I manifested it. I meditated quite a bit. I truly believe the more you meditate, um, the science behind that is when the more you meditate is you begin to declutter the mind and you organize the mind in a way that you start to get very clear and focused on one thought. Many of you, you have so much going on in your mind called the monkey mind. You're thinking about too much stuff, so you can't focus on one thought and get 
just laser-like clarity to find solutions. But when you meditate over and over again, kind of separate from the world a bit, <clears throat> your thoughts um, start to narrow and you start to just think about exactly what you want. You don't think about the opposition of it. You don't think about the disadvantages of it. You just think about um, the thought that you want to materialize. And that's what I did. I did it for like 45 days and I made a million dollars. Questions for me? Yeah, just go to the GenieScript, folks. Type in GenieScript in Google and you can go grab the course right now if that's what you want to do now. It's a great course. I have a lot of people, a ton of testimonials um, in the course of people just like you just made a decision to learn more about themselves and how to use their thoughts to get what they want. And it's happening every single day. And I'm very thankful that people are getting involved with the course now. What's next here? Somebody said, why did it fail? Seven day fitness? Well, obviously people don't want to work out, right? <laughs> I mean, I thought people wanted to work out. I realized that what people say and what they actually do are two different things, right? You know, people say, yeah, I like working out, but they don't. No, I mean, you know, it's a big portion of the the world that doesn't want to work out at all. They just want to eat ice cream and cakes and drink and just have good, you know, have fun and have sex, you know, just hang out and laugh, giggle. They don't want to put the work in and work out and sweat and be sore and be hurt. Of course not. So that's why it didn't work because people don't want to work out. Right, what people want to do is they want to take a pill, take a drink, and that's it. And they want to have a beautiful body. It's just the truth. That's just how the world is. You're welcome. <clears throat> I can feel as if you're here with me as I'm there with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you can feel that. What's next? Any more questions for me before I let you go, folks? I want to work out. Is it on sale? Um, it's not. I'm sorry. The only top notch. The seven day fitness. I put that to bed years ago. Uh, <laughs> Wes, how much funding is needed to start your own company in digital market, digital product? Not a lot. Maybe a hundred bucks. Depends on what you're creating though. Like when I first created my product, I spent about two, 100 to 200 bucks. That was it because I did everything myself because I didn't have any money to hire people to do things. So I did it all myself in the beginning. Kenzie, how are you? Question. Mm, anything left before I have closing words here? Any more questions? I think I'm going to do some DoorDash. I think I'm going to order Uber Eats real quick. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Can I get somebody to come over here and cook me some food? Come on. Make me some breakfast or something. All right, guys. I love you so much. I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. Don't forget that, okay? And I want you to jump tonight. I want you to jump off the building, you know? And it's scary. But I don't want you to think about it. You're going to die. I don't want you to jump towards your dreams and think that every terrible thing is going to take place in your life. Just don't think about it. Even if it does, don't think about it. Like, don't think about what you don't want in advance. Think about what you do want. 
Think about all the incredible things that are going to take place in your life once you make that leap of faith. And you can and you will. And remember, if nobody else believes in you, remember something. And never forget this. You have a guy in Houston, Texas. Okay? A guy in Houston, Texas. A black man. A tall black man. A muscular black man. Black, black man with pretty teeth. He got your back. He believes in you. Okay? Whenever you feel that you're lost by yourself, stuck, alone, remember that Wesley Virgin believes in you. I do. 100%. I, I believe in you. And I hope that belief allows your belief to kick in. If not today, tomorrow, one day, one year, I don't know when, but I want you to know I do believe in you. And I'm proud of you. And I don't want you to give up or quit. Just keep going. Love you. This is Wesley. Billion dollar virgin. Much love. Let's go.